0: Change careers, break into new industries, transition into new roles, reinvent yourself and make the dent you want. This is the Second Breaks Podcast. And now, here's your host and fellow Second Breaker, Lou Blazer. Hello, my friend. Thank you so much for joining me today. This is episode 39 of the Second Breaks Podcast, and it's Monday, February 19th, 2018, as I record this episode If you are a first-time listener, first of all, welcome. I am so glad that you found the show. And today's format is a little different. I usually have guests on the show, but today it's just going to be me. And I'll talk a little bit about uh, today's topic in a second. I just wanted to give a virtual high-five To you if you are a returning listener. I am so, so grateful that you're back, and I hope that you'll find today's topic useful, even though you're only going to be hearing my voice the entire time. Okay, so what are we going to be talking about today? We're talking about why making a career pivot is the new must-have skill. Right? why it's important to be thinking about making a career pivot as it relates to our career, no matter where we are, no matter our situation. There are going to be four sections to help navigate around the topic. First, we're going to define certain words, level set some of the phrases that you're going to hear me use throughout the show so you and I can be on the same page. So when you hear me say or use a phrase, you kind of know what it what I mean by that. Um, And then the second, um, I'll cover the three main reasons why career pivots are the new thing and why you should be thinking about it for your career. Third, we're going to talk about the types of career pivots. Uh, There are four, and I will be giving you examples for each one of those um, types And then finally, we're going to talk about the degrees of pivots. So each pivot is unique and we're going to talk about the differences so you can find what fits you the most. You will find all of the links and today's show notes at secondbreaks.com forward slash episode 39. In addition, you will also find links to other resources there, including a link to sign up for the Pivot Essentials. This is a free guide to help you plan and design your career pivot. You will get a downloadable PDF plus a five-day email series that dives deeper into some of the basic blocking and tackling that you're going to need to carry out for your career move. Again, that's secondbreaks.com forward slash episode three, nine. Are you ready to dive in? Okay. So first, um, let's talk about definitions, right? So you're going to hear me use some phrases, so I want us to be on the same page. So the first phrase is career move, right? So whenever I use that phrase, I mean anything, any action that you're doing that moves you forward in your career. This could be a job change or a promotion, you know, it could be a career pivot or a career change, right? So it's anything that you're doing that basically moves you from your current position forward, right? The next phrase that you're going to hear me use is career pivot. and in fact, you already heard me mention it. So a career pivot is a subset. It's a kind of career move. It is anything that you're doing to change the trajectory or the direction of your career, right? And um, in sections uh, three and four of today's uh, show, Uh, We're going to dive deeper into the different types of pivots and the different changes or the kinds of changes that you're going to make depending on the kind of pivot that you are making. And then lastly, career change. This is a kind of career pivot. This is when you change your field of work or the nature of what you do. Uh, We'll talk about career change in the fourth section of today's show. So if you're thinking about this or trying to visualize this career move is the big umbrella. And then a section of that is career pivot. And then a section under career pivot is career change. So hopefully that helps you sort of see it in your heads at at least uh, and uh, guide us. That should be our guide when, uh, as we continue with today's show. So let's move to why navigating a career move is now a must-have skill, or why I think we all should be thinking about career pivots. Uh, So the first reason is because we evolve. I don't know about you, but what I wanted to do when I was in my 20s is so different from what I want to do now, or even what I wanted to do 10 years ago, right? So we all do this. Our priorities change, our values get more focused, more refined. And how you want to show up in the world, how you want to engage, how you want to use our talents, and our skills, they change, they morph. So, you know, we evolve and so we have a choice. Pivots are always a choice. We can continue down a path that may no longer suit us or we can choose to adjust to fit our life or our career better with what we want to do or who you want to become going forward. So the good thing is that we can actually do this now, right? Our world today gives us enough opportunities to explore other things, which leads me to the second reason why we should all be thinking about career pivots. And the second reason is because the world we live in has changed. So what we are now able to do, the opportunities in front of us have changed. I mean, think about the options that we had, say, 15, 20 years ago. Compare that to the options that are available to us now. I mean, it's north and south, right? So the options have both increased and changed. And this is, of course, a result of Technology advancements of globalization of all the changes that are happening in the workforce, you know, over the years. So we have a choice again, pivots are a choice. We can ignore these opportunities. I mean, we don't have to do anything, right? We can just continue doing what we've always done. The thing is though, when we do that, we miss out on a chance to do better, to achieve a different kind of success or to achieve the kind of success is that we've always wanted, right, that we weren't able to achieve based on the options that had, that were in front of us uh, when we started out a few years ago. Right. So, again, you know, pivots, pivots are a choice and we could choose to consider that in order to uh, achieve something different. And then the third reason why we should be thinking about pivots or why I strongly recommend that you at least consider a pivot in your career is because the future of work is continuing to evolve. I mean, at any given day, open a trade journal or any industry, your favorite industry magazine, and you will see articles about artificial intelligence, robotics, the blockchain technology the rise of the gig economy the sharing economy the digital economy internet of things i mean on and on right all these new things that you know weren't part of the lexicon you know a few years ago it used to be i remember when i started working what we heard about all the time or you know globalization Automation and outsourcing and things like that. Now, I mean, we still hear those, but on top of those, we hear all these new things. The changes are coming fast and furious and they are turning industries upside down. If you're saying, well, all these changes, I don't have to address them. These are the changes that the companies or the industries are having to attend to, not me. I'm just a worker be in my company? Well, if you think about it, all the changes that companies and businesses are having to manage around or having to navigate around will ultimately affect you and me because we work for these companies. We work in these industries that are getting whipped around by the changes. So, you know, whatever they're having to navigate around or whatever they're having to manage or adjust to, we also have to do the same thing. Now, this is not a doom and gloom message. In fact, it's the opposite. I, if, if you uh, if you've been um, a follower, if you've listened to these podcasts, or if you've been following me or Second Breaks for a while, you know that I'm actually very bullish about the future. I actually have a very positive perspective or outlook about all these changes. I think that in a world where changes come fast and furious, the best approach is to not be a passive observer or a passive passenger in our careers. The best approach is to be proactive, is to have a plan of our own so that when things do happen, uh, we won't feel like the rug's been pulled from under us, right? So what you want to be, you want to be nimble and you want to be change adept. You want to be in a position to make a move. I mean, remember the law of physics, right? So bodies that are at rest, tend to remain at rest and bodies that are in motion remain in motion. So you want to be in motion, basically. Like Think about it. If you have never made a move in your career and uh, you've never put yourself out there in years and then all of a sudden your company leadership announces that it has decided to change direction and it will be exiting the main business of your division. I mean, think about the stress that you would feel when it happens, right? Because it's like, in addition to what's happening, the company's exiting your division. Now you have to think about, oh my God, how am I, what am I going to do? What am I going to, how am I going to react? How am I going to, you know, where do I begin, right? Or Let's give an example that's less negative. What if there is a new opportunity? What if you encounter or a new opportunity presents itself to you, but you are so ill-equipped to jump on it because you've, you're not nimble enough, because you don't have the right uh, supporting infrastructure around you that allows you to make such a move, right? So again, you know, pivots are a choice. We have a choice. We can ignore all these things that are happening can keep our heads down, and we can just continue to work hard as usual, hoping that, you know, things will be okay, that we won't get affected. Or we can prepare by evaluating where we are and, you know, opening ourselves a little bit to these new possibilities, at least understanding what's going on around us and the future of our career path, the future of work as it relates to our path. Okay, so we're moving to the third section of today's conversation, types of pivots. I have been, well, first of all, career moves, career pivots, just from a personal perspective, I've always been interested in, for as long as I can remember, as it relates to me and... uh My, what I'm doing in my career, right? So I've always been interested in understanding or studying career moves or career pivots and, and positioning and that kind of stuff. But over the last three years, as it relates to the work that I'm doing now, I've become even more interested in these topics. And I guess you could say formally, really dug deeper and studied different kinds of pivots or, you know, what are people doing? What are, what's triggering pivots? What are motivating people to change direction? So I have identified four types of pivots. I will describe each and also I'll give one or two examples for each of these types of pivots so that you could see it kind of in reality or in real life how it might look like. So the first type is pivot from boredom. Now, this is admittedly the least common of the types of pivots because, you know, it's coming from a somewhat passive position, at least in comparison to the other three. I mean, usually we need something to rock our world before we think of making a change, right? But still, it happens. So when you pivot from boredom, basically, things aren't necessarily wrong. Things are not necessarily bad. It's just that you want to do, you know, you're thinking, you know what? I can do something different. I can flex my muscles a little bit more than what I'm doing today. So a good example of this is Shannon Davis. And if you listen to episode one of the Second Breaks podcast, it's the very first episode, actually. You will hear her talk about why she left her job she had a good job as an executive assistant in one of the big four consulting firms. And nothing was wrong. It was uh, it wasn't that she was unhappy with anything. her bosses like her, and she was earning good pay with good benefits. So everything was okay. It's just that she had this underlying feeling of she'd rather be doing something else with her time. She didn't exactly know what it was that uh, she wanted to do. So um, it wasn't a pull towards something. So she wasn't she wasn't interested in moving because she wanted to do this specific thing. She just wanted to explore what else is out there. And so she went and searched for something else out there because she was quote unquote bored with uh, where she was. Now, she didn't actually use the word bored, but if you listen to the episode, you can hear that underlying sort of sentiment. So that's a pivot from boredom. The second type is a pivot out of necessity, right? Something happens in your world or your circumstances that pushes you to think about making a career pivot because things have changed and you got to do something different, right? A good example of this is Allison Taylor in episode 28. You can hear her story. She moved from a big city in Vancouver to a small town in Canada where the dominant industry was fishing and you know, in this new town, there was no industry for the kind of work that she was doing, which was she was a programmer. And the kind of work that she does required her to be near the machines that she was controlling. And there was no such need for her in the town that she and her husband moved in. She had to change direction or she won't be able to make a living, right? And so she decided to Uh, explore what's possible for her as a next step. And uh, she uh, decided to shift to website uh, design or to become a website developer. So again, her story you can hear about in episode 28. And another good example is Amy Scott, who um went on a year-long sabbatical to travel the world. Basically, she saved her money and, you know, traveled the world. She wanted to see the world, basically. When that um sabbatical was over, she realized that she didn't want to go back to a work situation where she has to be in an office all day long, right? She wanted to find a way to make a living, and also be able to continue to travel, right? So she, again, searched for different opportunities and possibilities for her. She was an editor uh, at that time working for a, a, a magazine, I believe. And so she said, well, I have these skills as an editor. I can find a way to work directly with the authors and I can do that. I could be an editor anywhere I wanted to live. So that's basically what she did or where she shifted toward. You can hear about her story in episode 24. So again, good examples of pivots out of necessity. So the third type of pivot is a pivot from failure. And I just wanted to explain this a little bit. It doesn't mean that you are a failure here. What I'm saying is that the situation that you're in is failing you. Right. It's no longer working for you. You're no longer able to do what you want to do. So the situation is failing you basically. And. As a result of that, you choose to do a pivot. So I have two good examples here. Uh, one is Russ Terry and I interviewed Russ Terry actually way, way, you know, a long time ago before the second breaks podcast was born. Uh, I will put a link to his story on the show notes, but basically Russ was, uh, was working as an HR manager in a, in a large company and for years, had a reputation of being an excellent contributor in his world, in his field of work. You know, he had good relationships with leadership, with the management, and also with the people that he worked with, right? Because he was an HR manager. And then at some point, there was a change in management, a change in, you know, strategy and approach, I suppose. And all of a sudden, Russ Terry found himself from a position of great contributor to a mediocre contributor where the new management wasn't um seeing what he was doing as aligning with how they want to see things. So he uh, of course was very unhappy with that. He tried to shift positions within the company at first and then at some point he realized you know what this isn't working for me anymore and he decided to do something different. He went uh, and got training. uh, So he went to get certified as a coach and now is a full-time coach, right? So he's still using all the skills that he developed and honed when he was in an HR position, but now he is a a full-time life coach. So the, the second example in a pivot from failure or a failing situation is my own, my last pivot is actually a pivot from a failing situation. Uh, Basically, I found myself in a very toxic work environment, which resulted in extreme stress and uh, exacerbated my tendencies, Years and years ago, without getting into it, years and years ago, I was diagnosed uh, with uh, mild clinical depression. And so I have that tendency. And so finding myself in this toxic work environment just exacerbated all that. And in 2013, I landed myself in a hospital. And at that point, I finally admitted that, you know, the situation wasn't working for me anymore. And so I had a choice. I could just look for another job, leave that work situation and look for, for another job. Um, in the same sort of path. In fact, that was my plan A, I was just going to put my feet up for a few months. And then I was, you know, going to go back to, uh, to the next thing in my career path. But it was during those months that I decided that I wanted to pivot and do something else instead of returning to my uh, career path back then. So I, I changed direction. A year later, I created Second Breaks. Hopefully, you see the differences by now between the the three that we've discussed so far. Pivot from boredom, a pivot out of necessity, and then the last one that I've talked about, pivot from failure or from a failing situation. And then the last uh, type of pivot that I love to talk about is, uh, perhaps the most positive of all is a pivot for opportunity. This is when you think of making a pivot because you see an opportunity in front of you. And so our last episode, episode 38 with Ainsley Tanner, where she talked about all her pivots from, uh, from engineering to public policy to management consulting. These were all pivots for opportunities, right? So she saw an opportunity and she leapt, right? Uh, All my previous pivots. So if you have, uh, if you're familiar with the story, you know, I have actually executed four pivots in my professional life and all my previous pivots were all pivots for opportunities. So uh, from accounting to IT, from audit to consulting, from consulting to operations, these were all pivots for opportunities. And then the last example that I wanted to give, actually, um, I've written about her story in my book, the last book that I wrote called Break Free, The Courage to Reinvent Yourself in Your Career. Uh, I interviewed Deanne Awesome. A-U-S-S-E-M. I have to convince her to get on the show. So, uh, you know, I, you could hear her story with her own voice. But basically, her entire story is a pivot for opportunities. And not only was it a pivot for opportunity, but she was creating the opportunities herself in the same company so she wasn't even changing jobs or changing companies in the same company she was identifying an opportunity and creating it for herself because at times she wasn't exactly a perfect fit for the opportunities if you get the book break free and if there's only one chapter that you would read i highly encourage you to read the chapter on uh diane awesome Mm Hello my friend, just a brief note about Second Breaks, the parent website, and the company that hosts this podcast. Second Breaks is a career pivot design and strategy firm. Our mission is to help you thrive in your work and reach your highest potential. We do this through one-on-one projects and online workshops held throughout the year. We believe that in this fast-changing world, successfully navigating a career pivot is a must-have skill. But if you've never done it before, it can be frustrating, confusing, and anxiety-inducing. And because of this, so many people end up being stuck instead of pursuing what they want to do. And being stuck is the world problem that we've chosen to solve. Listen, you don't have to do it alone. We would love to be your partner in your pursuit of your highest potential. So visit us at secondbreaks.com. Check out services and workshops and explore how we can support you. So moving on, the fourth section of our conversation today is about the degrees of change in a pivot. So if you imagine like a a continuum or a line uh, that would represent the degrees of change in a pivot, on the left-hand side is uh where the lowest amount of change is, and on the right-hand side is the highest amount of changes when you're doing a pivot. So on the leftmost side of that career pivot continuum is where you change your role or how you apply your skills. So often that's a repositioning within the company or a repositioning within your industry. Now, it doesn't mean that there is no change involved, there is still change involved, but it's not as much as in comparison to the kinds of changes or the degree of changes that are happening on the rightmost side of that continuum, which is where career changes are. So let's talk about some examples here so that we can make this a little bit more real, right? So on the left-hand side of that continuum, an example is the story of my friend who is shy, does not want to come on the podcast, but he said I could talk about him. Uh, he's, he's, a, he's a lawyer, right? So he's been a practicing lawyer for years. But uh, he no longer wants to work with clients. He is now teaching at a university, right? So that's a repositioning. He's applying the same skills, the same knowledge differently, right? So uh, it's still, he's still in law. So in fact, I think he still maintains his license, but he no longer wants to uh, be practicing or be in trials or working with clients. Instead, he wants to teach law. Right. So that's, uh, that's a pivot, a, a change in how you apply your skills. Another example is Greg Eiler, who is leveraging his strengths in course design to teach other course makers. That's another, again, another example of a change in role. It is, um, you know, same skills, same knowledge, same strengths applied differently from someone who is executing, performing the function, to someone who is teaching, right? And you can hear Greg Eiler's story in episode 22. Now, contrast that to the kinds of changes that are happening on the rightmost side of that continuum, where the highest degree of change is when we change the nature of the work that we do. So, for example, when Brooke Erickson went back to school to study nutrition so she can leave her previous career in event planning, that's a career change, right? Big, massive change happening there. You can hear her story in, a, in Episode 3. Another example is Shane Moran in episode five. He talked about how he decided to take advantage of early retirement from the police force so he can go and run a health and fitness company again. Massive change. So usually when we're talking about that right most side of the continuum, we're talking about the massive or highest degree of change where usually there is a lot of preparation lasting months or even years in order for you to complete. And in between those two points are all kinds of, you know, variations of pivots that you can do. Like I said at the beginning, every career pivot is unique to your situation to what it is that you want to do. And in the show notes, I'm going to include a a graph so that you could pictorially see this and hopefully make it a little bit clearer to understand. So to kind of just wrap up a little bit here. So we today we defined a few of the terms that we hear often, right? Career move, career pivot, career change. We kind of differentiated the three phrases. So I hope you managed to now have a clearer differentiation in your mind when you hear those phrases. We talked about the three reasons why you want to seriously consider pivots in your career. I hope I was able to convince you. We covered the four types of career pivots, right? So that's a pivot from boredom, pivot out of necessity, pivot from failure or a failing situation, and pivot for opportunities. And then finally, we talked about the varying degrees of change involved with making a career pivot. The last thing I want to say before I wrap up for today is something that you've heard me say before and you will continue to hear me say going forward. We live in exciting times. The opportunities are ever-expanding, but only if we embrace the changes rather than trying to cling to the old models, right? We can't see the future, but we can prepare for it please, please do tweet me at Second Breaks or email me lou at secondbreaks.com with any comments or questions about today's topic or any thoughts really relating to the world of career pivots and career changes. I would love to hear from you. That's it for today's episode of the Second Breaks podcast, my friend. I hope you found it useful. I mentioned a ton of references in today's show, so you will find uh, the show notes plus links to all the relevant resources at secondbreaks.com forward slash episode 39. And while you're there, don't forget to sign up for the Pivot Essentials. You can download past episodes of the podcast and subscribe in Apple Podcasts or google play it will be back to regular programming next week i will be back with a new guest to inspire you and get your ideas flowing and to motivate you to start planning or at least to start thinking about your own career move till then keep on making your dent my friend cool beans this is the second breaks podcast